Here we go in three, two, and one. Welcome to PRMC On Point, a discussion of the qualities, the values, and the contributions of Peninsula Regional Medical Center to the communities we serve. I'm Roger Fallabout, the Director of Strategic Communications for Peninsula Regional Medical Center and the Peninsula Regional Health System. And it's a great pleasure to have on the program today our Chief Information Officer and the Executive Director of Information Technology at Peninsula Regional Medical Center, Mr. Ray Atkins. Hi, Ray. How are you doing? Hey, Roger. Good. Thank you. Great to have you on the program. First question I ask everybody. Buddy. Local guy? Did you grow up here? Uh, didn't grow up here. My family's from the area, both my mom and dad, but uh, been back since college. Is that what brought you here? Was it coming back to college? It, it was. Um, I graduated from high school. My parents relocated and um, applied to SU and got, well, Salisbury State College at the time. At the time, right. And mm -hmm. uh, uh, yep, been here ever since. So PRMC, first job for you? It was my first, uh, first job real, after. First real grown-up job? First grown-up job, yeah. yep. Started mm -hmm. in the laboratory as a phlebotomist and uh, moved into IT a few years later. So how in the world do you make that transition from being a phlebotomist to getting involved in information technology? Interestingly, labs tended to be one of the first adopters of uh, computer systems in hospitals. And uh, so coming from that experience, working in our lab uh, as a medical technologist, uh, there was an opportunity uh, to be part of the team that implemented the first uh, hospital information system, and I was part of that part of that group. So, did you always know that you wanted to work in a healthcare setting, or did you kind of just fall into this? Uh, I very much liked science and the analysis and analytics, uh, and that's what brought me to medical technology. and And eventually, it was it was a good good foundation for for what I do today. Yeah, absolutely. Information technology. We mentioned that that is a huge broad swipe brush that covers a whole lot of things. So tell me what you're responsible for when we say information technology at PRMC. Sure. So at, at Peninsula Regional, uh, information technology and our information services department is responsible for, for pretty much anything that you plug in. Uh, you know, that's the, from the desktop computers, the telephones, both wired and wireless um, all of the all the operational departments rely on a variety of applications to support their um, their um, function. So that can range from our electronic uh, electronic medical record system to uh, the uh, accounts payable systems to ordering and purchasing to HR and payroll. Since you mentioned the EMR, let's talk about that for a minute. We have really been ahead of the curve on the electronic medical record, and I think it goes back to maybe the 1970s in some form or fashion that Peninsula Regional Medical Center was working off an electronic medical record. Elaborate on that. What are they? What do they do? And how important are they in today's technology-based uh, healthcare environment? All right. Well, they, they are critical uh, to supporting uh, the clinical operations and, and um, virtually every, every activity within the, the hospital, a 21st century uh, uh, facility. Um, you know, it, it is the clinical repository for a patient and the clinical uh, information associated with their, with their encounter. Uh, it is all of the discrete data that, that represents that medical record um, from, from a clinical perspective as well as from a billing and encoding perspective. Um, it would be highly unusual for a, an organization operating today to not have um, an electronic record as part of their, uh, their, their enterprise. You've been at the organization a number of years now. A long time. <laughs> yeah, 38 years. 38 years. So you've seen a lot. 
Does it surprise you, knowing what you know about the organization now and spending your adult life working for it, that we were really on the front end of the curve when it came to that type of technology? Yeah, we have been extremely fortunate. Uh, the leaders uh, back in the in the eighties, um, you know, Don Durham, Joe Otis, um, uh, John Stevens, those folks had an early recognition of. Uh, the benefit that um, that the technology would provide uh, to a, a growing organization, and I think we've been uh, a leader in in many ways in the adoption and, and use of those technologies over the years. So, you know, it's it's often said that you can't take the caregiver away from the hospital experience, but I can't see the hospital experience even happening without information technology involved in everything because it is in everything that we do. You're you're absolutely right. It is so integral today to what is done and the ability for our clinicians and others that are involved in that that care delivery uh, to do the work that they need to do. I could spend a week on this, and you and I have had conversation about this, but next to the care that we provide patients and getting them safely through the experience and, and home from our, from our medical center is protecting their privacy. I imagine that is a daunting task with the continuous flow of information in an organization that never shuts the doors, never turns off the power. It's 24-7, 365. It, it is a, a, a huge um area of focus for for our organization for any for any healthcare organization uh, there is such a dependence on the technology uh, to ensure that it's available and accessible um, you know 24 by 7 as you referenced is is one of uh, an area of, of significant focus for us um, I, I can't imagine if we'd ever have to go back to paper again um, it's um, it, it's not something you want to um, to have to think a great deal about, but mm -hmm. but it's absolutely something that we we have to think about. And we do train for and, that and too. In the event that, that we lose all technology, we, we absolutely do. Uh, there's a lot of emphasis on in 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 preparation for that uh, for for the that event as, as much as we may want to uh, to not think about it or. Um, you know, for it not to occur within the organization, we have to be prepared. And, and there is a great deal of emphasis um, in, in collaboration with the operational areas to ensure that, that they have good, solid downtime procedures uh, for just such an event. Yeah. Easy transition to my next question, too, which is, given the nature of our world today and how volatile it is with technology and, and information sharing and and it seems that everybody is out there trying to trick you into doing something you shouldn't be doing. How much of your time, how much of, of the IT and the information technology department's time is spent protecting our system from, from those type of cyber attacks? Yes, we do uh, a, a great deal of time. So both from a technology, from a process, uh, from a policy perspective, from an educational perspective, we devote a great deal of attention to ensuring that we have uh, the right tools and the right capabilities in place to minimize, you cannot eliminate um, the, the risk that, that's associated with it or the probability, but what we can do is um, manage and, and then prepare, um, as we, we mentioned before, the, the, in the event that something um, uh, undesirable should occur, that we've got good, good po policy and process in place to deal with, uh, with those events. Sure, all of us are, are possible targets for cyber crimes and cyber terrorism. But why does it seem that healthcare seems to be a, a particularly favorite target 
of these folks that are out there doing this type of stuff? Um, several reasons. Yeah, I mentioned uh, just the importance that those systems have in supporting the operations within within a healthcare organization. Uh, the, the folks, the bad guys out there, they know how important it is that those systems are available. There's also value in the information that they contain, mm-hmm. uh, and and I think there's an awareness awareness of that. Uh, but I, I think the folks know that organizations are going to do whatever they can to to protect that information, but then also ensure that it's available to to folks. So it, so yeah, it, it is a, a high um, a high risk target. Yeah, for sure. You mentioned this. We do continuously train. And we're continuously educated on what to keep an eye out for. But what about the average guy at home? Is there some good advice that you can offer them on what they should be doing or what they should be keeping an eye out for? I think probably the the most important thing, and, and you mentioned the education, the ongoing education that we do with our own staff is 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 to think. You know, when you get that email, you know, really pay attention to where it originated from. You know, look at the address. Pay attention to any links that are that are that it might contain. And also know that that most uh, most legitimate businesses that you're going to be doing this have a relationship with, they aren't going to ask you to do things um, like provide them with your credentials um, in, in response to an email. They're going to want you to contact them. They're going to want you you to initiate the the, the contact to that to that business sure. and, and not use use something like a. Um, a uh, an, an unsolicited email uh, to make that request. If I'm at home and I think I've done something, what's the best advice you can offer me? What do I do? Um, I, I think you you contact the, the, the whatever that business might be. You know whether um, you know that's your bank, whether that's your insurance, whether that's Amazon, whomever it might sure. be, and and try to remedy remedy that directly. Ray, we are now three with a new health system being formed, Peninsula Regional Medical Center, Natticook Memorial Hospital, and the McCready Health Pavilion down in Crisfield. I know that we're running on an epic platform here for our EMR. Natticook is running Cerner. Uh, I'm not quite sure what McCready is doing, but how do you get us all talking together and what's the plan to make everybody uh, on the same system and, and, and speaking the same sure. language. Yeah, there, there's a lot of interest in 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 that plan. Uh, but but you're absolutely you know one of the one of the goals when system or organizations come together is to to begin to normalize that uh, the the infrastructure and the systems that are used within that. Epic being our EMR is of, of prime importance in in that in, in developing that plan. Um, as McCready comes online with us in, in March, they will immediately transition to Epic as their, their EMR. Uh, with Nanocoke, it's, it's obviously a more complex organization, larger, um, more, more to consider. There's a, the relationship they have with their existing EMR uh, vendor. So working through the details of that uh, is, is something we are in, in the midst of. Um, I, you know, I think the, the assurance is that it, it is, it is a, a priority. Uh, from a planning perspective, and would expect within the next couple of months that we'll we'll be finalizing that plan. And we all become an Epic Health System, correct? We'll have we will have Epic at the core of our uh, for our EMR. And I know uh, we we made that switch. What in 2016? Tw- November of 2016. 2016. So why Epic? What makes that the best system out there available to us? Right. Um, Epic is is you know depending on who you ask, they're either number one or two. Um, you know, I think from our perspective, our, our reason for selecting them um, was because of the experience of others like us. 
they had a great deal of structure and, and, and probably one of the most important characteristics for us in that decision, um, a, a measure of success. Um, folks that followed their plan implemented within the time frame that was established and, and had been successful in, in accomplishing that. And, and that was very, very important to us. Um, and, and we have been, um, you know, not that, not that every day is a great day, but, but I think that what we have been able to accomplish by having that foundation, um, not only for Peninsula Regional, but also to, uh, to support the growth that we are now experiencing and bringing other organizations into our system, um, Epic, our ability to extend Epic to them is, is a proven, proven capability. One of the greatest advancements in technology, I th at least from my standpoint as a consumer of healthcare, is the ability to be able to access my own medical record, to see what's going on, to sure. speak directly with my physician, to see my lab results, to schedule appointments. How important is that, and, and what is the process that we use at Peninsula Regional Medical Center for folks to connect with their electronic medical record and their health record? Sure. Um, so patient portal, that's the, um, the, the, the capability that, that is kind of a generic term in, in the EPIC environment uh, that's known as MyChart here at Peninsula. That We refer to that as MyPenCare. Uh, the, the capabilities that are associated with with or through that patient portal are, as, as you had referenced, you know, the ability to 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 access your record, the 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 test results from that testing that you had done this morning, um, or um, you know the encounter that you had with your your uh, physician um, earlier in, in the week. All of that information is is available to and accessible um, to to the patient. There's additional capabilities that that we are. Um, e evaluating the ability to schedule through through that portal uh, to communicate with your provider is something that's available today. If you've got a question or uh, have a prescription that you're needing to to have re um, refilled, all of that that interaction can actually occur through the portal and negate uh, the need for a phone call, um, you know, and, and waiting in queue. Uh, for uh, to, to speak to someone in the practice, so it, it's a great a great enabler for our patients and, and something that I think they, they highly value. Yeah, great source of knowledge, but not a replacement for the follow up conversation with your physician. Because oh, sure. I'll tell you, I can't interpret every result <laughs> that comes out in that right. thing. Right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Let me get you out of here on this, Ray. Uh, give you a crystal ball. Let you look into it. Where is information technology in the next uh, ten to twenty years? At at PRMC, and probably more importantly, out in the community as we move more and more away from the four walls of the hospital. Sure. Yeah, it's it's hard to forecast. Uh, um, you know, it's hard for us to even look beyond three, you know, two to three, three to five years from a planning perspective. You know, we look at at the what has the type of changes that have occurred have occurred over just the last couple of years. You know, I think there will be more more technology more utilization um, of, of the information that, that is available and the ability to deliver that in a more timely um, fashion to, to that decision maker, you know, whether that's the patient, uh, the provider. Um, but but and, and to your point, I, I think much of what we have been accustomed to um, supporting from a centralized uh, standpoint, mm -hmm. you know, in a, in a, in a hospital setting, you know that that will continue to uh, to push out from from that that hospital campus and services that will be available in the home and access to uh, to clinicians uh, from from within the home. Those are all things that are possible today, uh, but that will certainly be much more widely widely available. Sure, and always a busy job for your 
you guys and gals in information technology going forward. Ray, thank you very much. Good to have you on the program. Glad you you were here. Hope you come back and see us again sometime soon. Absolutely. Thank you. Pleasure. And that'll do it for this edition of PRMC On Point. If you'd like to find out the latest information on what's going on around our medical center or across the health system, a good place is always our website, and you'll find us there at peninsula.org. For Ray, I'm Roger. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you again on the next episode of PRMC On Point.